We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by WinBet. It's Friday, October 15th, 2021. Alex Ferruza here with Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard. Ken is not able to attend. He is dealing with Shannon's uh, not able to attend. Or yeah, Shannon. Wow. Um that's why I get for not having any caffeine this morning. Um <laughs> Shannon's not here because he's dealing with a uh, personal matter. Um also uh, in addition to checking out WinBet, you should check out NFBKC. Uh, drafts are happening now. If you join the Sunday draft at, let me double check this time. If you beat me in one of these leagues, you get a free uh, Rotowire subscription. Uh, October 17th, 10 p.m. Eastern time. You finish above me in the standings, you get a free Rotowire subscription. The league may be full, but you should join an NFBKC league anyway. Um, very also, fun. we're yeah, we're less than a week away from the start of the NBA season. Uh, it starts on the 19th, so check out the RotoWire Complete Draft Kit. Um, I used the draft software twice yesterday. Um, very helpful for <laughs> yeah for an auction draft marathon. If you are in an auction draft, if you're in a, a keeper draft, um, the draft software is especially helpful. Uh, so I would recommend taking the time and inputting everything you need to input to make that work. Today's format for the show, um, our main topic is late round targets in fantasy. So that will be uh, good to get to. But the top news, Zion Williamson um, mm. will be reevaluated in two and a half more weeks. And there is no fixed timetable regarding his return. Um this started off as a secret foot surgery, and now it turns you, out the time. How do you do a secret table, foot surgery? Is it like in the Bat Cave or something? Like he, under he, a cloak of darkness? He didn't put. Uh, he didn't put anything on his social media with like a full body picture for the entire summer. Basically, uh, like he was just like oh. he got a haircut, and it was just like from here up, you know, from <laughs> his neck up. But there was like I think there was a wheelchair in the background, and nobody knew why it was there. And now we all know that he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> Oh, I missed uh, that. Okay. Well, now we know. Yeah. So secret foot surgery plus a timetable initially that was just incorrect, like very wrong, completely uh, off because they thought he was going to be ready for the start of the season. This is absolute great stuff 
from Zion Williamson's camp. Uh, the Pelicans have to feel great. All the headqu- fans have to feel NBA great. headquarters can't be happy about this. It's unbelievable. Um, as far as I, I guess the real question is like, if you're thinking about drafting Zion, what do you do? Like, where do you draft him? I mean, I'm always a little worried about the free throw percentage anyway, but uh, I mean, this doesn't quite put him in the Kyrie Ben Simmons craziness. Who knows how many games, but that whole no timetable thing. (laughs) And there's always somebody who's Zion crazy, you know, whether they went to Duke or what, like, somebody's always gaga for Zion. So I feel like in most of my drafts and auctions, I never share the same enthusiasm level as that one crazy person. But this just gives more, more reason to back away slowly. I agree. I think um, there's a very real chance that Jonas Valanciunas has a better fantasy season than Zion this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just I, rather. I think those two him. might clash. They might clash too. I, we're not, I know you like, Valanciunas' ability to stretch the floor can hit from outside, but I think about the Steven Adams mix. I don't think those two are so widely different. I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, speaking of guys with ADPs kind of out of control, Ken. Yeah, Ben Simmons is back, baby. Sort of? Kind of? He may or may not play in their Friday night preseason. Uh, this has That's got to be one awkward locker room don't you think alex uh i assume this is all about ben wanting his benjamins right because they're holding back that eight they say what's happening with that eight and a half million they were putting in a secret trust are they slowly leaking some of that to him now just so they can try to gradually improve his trade value i don't if you're the if you're the kings are you like whoa now he's playing with the sixers i want him more like why does this improve his I know why Ben wants to come back. He's got eight and a half million reasons, but why the Sixers care? I, I think if the Sixers move on, I don't. I, this does not improve his trade stock, does it? I think that eight and a half million is with a nice family on a farm up the coast. I think it's just gone. Um, yeah, this this is definitely going to be awkward. Um, I I don't know. It, it's it's tough to say. I think. You know, Ben could maybe just walk in and be like, listen, I didn't want to do any of this. Clutch wanted me out. Um, and then, you know, Rich Paul realized he didn't get commission checks if I didn't play. And then he got mad at me. And he just, he booked me a flight and took me hostage. And just you think the Sixers uh, roster is that stupid where they're like, oh, great, Ben, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, you know. Um, yeah, What's this the is Joel weird. Embiid side eye look when he, when, that he gave Drummond when Drummond showed up like, that was was pretty funny uh yeah i don't know i hope you know i hope he comes in and is just completely um liberated by the fact that he like knows everyone hates him so he just like starts shooting threes and taking mid-rangers and he's just like completely he just goes for it like i'm a celtics fan and i hope he's like the worst sourpuss in the world that like he's angry (laughs) at everyone every second that he's on that bench or in the fl- on the floor. All right, let me ask you this though. Let's let's walk into a happier future where Ben's somewhere else, maybe Sacramento, who knows where. Do you prefer Alex, do you prefer Shake Milton or Tyrese Maxey? It's tough because uh Doc Rivers was like pretty negative about Tyrese Maxey early in training camp, which I thought was weird because training camp is all about propaganda. 
and just saying like, you know, the 18th man at your training camp roster is like amazing. Uh, so it was right. pretty, pretty weird that he was like, yeah, Tyrese uh, Maxi, you know, key part of our team, not having a great camp, just got some stuff to work on. I was like, what? Um, and you could see somebody walk. I mean, you know, Doc's got enough gravitas where if he's angry at a kid, thinks he didn't work on his game in the offseason, he can take a few chip shots and get away with it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wish coaches would be more honest like that. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a shake Milton guy, so I guess I sort of prefer him. But Tyre Maxi showed so much upside last year in those games that like half the team was out with COVID. So it really is tough to say. I I lean to Milton just because I think he's a little more of an actual point guard. You know, I mean, their yeah. per thirty six minutes for both of them are about four, just a little over four and a half assists per thirty six minutes. So it's, it's not like statistically one does better than the other. Uh, Maxie's slightly ahead in assists per 36, but I just feel like his game's a little more assist oriented. Uh, and frankly, you know, um, you want to pass first point guard when Joel Embiid's your center. So uh, I kind of lean to Maxie, as you know, because I've gotten Maxie in a lot of our Rotowire uh, staff competitions. But all right, Alex, take us to other news in the country's heartland. I think Josh Giddy might be for real. Whoa! Uh, All 140 yeah. pounds of him. I know. I I was I've been I've been skeptical on this podcast. Um, Poku also had a great game for what it's worth. I know it was against uh, Denver's B team. Right. As you make note of in our uh, in our notes here. In the show notes, I did add Denver's B team. <laughs> he did have some insane like uh, Showtime play where he. He dribbled between the legs into a behind-the-back pass and then cuts the basket. My God, that was beautiful. Uh, you got to draft Pokashevsky only for when you're watching late-night highlights and he does something like that and you can go, Poku! Because <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when it happens for a guy on your teams, uh, more, one or more, one, more than one of your teams, it's so much more thrilling. Yeah. It was really surreal to watch too, because I'm not. I don't think that game was televised, so the the highlight I saw was just like no commentary, no sound, bad camera, black and white on a UHF channel. Yeah, this... yeah, he's like running back, and I'm like, this like has the it has like the vibe of like a secret, you know, like like 1970s NBA. Yeah. Oh, we don't have a contract, but there is a guy there with a camcorder. It's like those Giannis videos that were on YouTube that had like 800 views. You're like, what? Um. The Greek commentator in the back. They're throwing batteries at the loser. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Josh Giddy has played well this preseason. There hasn't been like a ton of uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. So, you know, his usage may not be as high during the regular season. I hear it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This preseason, four preseason games, a pretty decent sample. 29 minutes. He's averaging 13 and a half points, seven rebounds, five assists. Only 2.3 turnovers, which is pretty, I mean, for that a rookie, really impressive. Um, basically, no double st- last night. Yeah, basically no steals and blocks, but he's averaging about a fantasy point per minute. Again, I'm not sure that'll keep up quite during the regular season, but at this point, I'm pretty convinced, like, uh, take him with, you know, one of the later picks in your draft, take him over Jalen Suggs, who has shown almost nothing at all for the Magic. Um, so I'm, I think I'm in. I think okay. I'm officially in. On Giddy. Well, wait a minute, though. If you're forced to choose Giddy or Poku, I'm going Poku. Where are you going? Oh, man. Feet <laughs> to the fire. I'm going Giddy. Oh! I, I know. Wait, uh, I love. Uh, you, 
You could go back I to think, back. I sense a board bet, baby. I what? say Poku has a better fantasy season in 21-22. Is this per game? Uh, no. Season, total season. All right. I'll do it anyway. It doesn't matter. Josh Giddy for me. Okay. All right. Okay. I probably should wager an OKC t-shirt, I think. Oh, that'd be funny. Or maybe one of their rookie cards. Although, I've been, I'll tell you what. I don't collect what, rookie cards. <laughs> you could. For people who care, the Poku market is absolutely out of control. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. I've seen them go for, I mean, if they're, if they have, if they're autographed, that $500,000, people are crazy. Um, we'll, we'll go Bucks or Celtics t-shirt, something we actually want. We'll, I'm not wearing it. We'll figure something out. If there's a funny Poku shirt or something That's like true. that, we'll, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, okay, well, and then I want to stress for my news point, also talking about last night's preseason games. DeAndre Hunter is back, baby. We're going to talk about him more later in the show. He's been a sleeper favorite of Rotowire all offseason. Had a very nice game. To me, the biggest point, Alex, 
29 minutes. He played 29 minutes in a meaningless preseason game, so they must feel great about his health. Put up 19 points, hit four threes, but just the fact that he's getting a ton of minutes, that knee seems all uh, all well. Uh, love that DeAndre Hunter, no, to me, looks like they don't have any injury concerns about him. Yep, easy to forget that uh, he was the fourth pick in 2019. Um, someone who maybe didn't have as much pedigree as, as some other fourth picks. But yeah, I mean, you're right. The minutes are encouraging. Um, he's only played in two preseason games, but per 36, he's taking 15 shots uh, in those two preseason games. So I think he's I think he's ready to go. Uh, someone like I like late in drafts for sure, because he was like a top 50 player before he got hurt last season. And you can get him out. You know, I mean, I'll talk about him later. I'll save it for that. You're stealing on your magic there. From I know I'm stealing, yeah, I'm stealing my own content. Did you say at the beginning of the show we're we're discussing late round picks is our main topic today? I don't know if you know if I don't know if we said that at the beginning or not. Uh, I think I snuck it in there. Yeah, okay. late round draft picks. So Hunter will be included in there. Now, Alex, <clears throat> I went on a little about Hunter, but I see you've got something I'm very happy to see. Yeah, prepare yourself. <clears throat> Clear your throat. You've got yourself a young man rant. Curveball for today's pod. Please proceed. Uh, I was on Twitter last night. Happened to see um, the 538 uh, projections for the Western Conference this season. Eastern Conference projections look normal to me. Completely normal. Nothing weird. Um, But 538, for those who don't know, um, is a quote-unquote data-driven news and analysis website that is heavily featured on ESPN. And a lot of their political projections as well, right? Well, yeah, predicting Hillary Clinton would win by 70, you know, 72% <laughs> or whatever. Um, they weren't exactly accurate. They've had, some, they've had some, some wins, had some losses, yeah. Yeah, they've taken their fair share of uh, Ws and Ls. But their Western Conference standings, I'm starting at the top. Jazz, 54 wins. All right, that makes sense. Then I look down one more. I see the Suns. I'm like, okay, sure. And then after that, I see the Nuggets. And I'm like, wait, isn't someone missing? Where are the Lakers? The Lakers are ninth. Nine. Going 42 and 40. 538 says, according to their model, says the Lakers have a 48% chance to make the playoffs, not the finals. Right. I would give them a 48% chance to win the NBA finals <laughs> or make the finals. We're talking about the playoffs. The Grizzlies have 11% higher odds to make the playoffs than the Lakers in this model. The Pelicans are given a 79% chance to make the playoffs. If your model tells you that the Pelicans will win six more games than the Lakers, reconsider... <laughs> Everything it, clearly not in on the Zion mystery surgery. I can't stop. I just yeah. I can't stop thinking about. I I've been thinking about this since I saw it last night. It's consumed every waking moment, which has been like technically like an hour and a half since right. I saw it. They they and I stumbled onto this because I was diving even di- uh, uh, deeper. They list only two title contenders, and those teams are the Bucks and the Clippers. Those are the only two teams that 538 has labeled as title contenders, the Bucks and the Clippers. Yeah. They have Kawhi Leonard playing 200, 2,200 minutes this season. 
He has a torn ACL. How is he playing 2,200 minutes? I know that includes regular season and playoffs. How is he getting to 2,200 minutes? I, that's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. That is my young man rant. Um, if you're model, Nate, tell us. what's his name? Nate. We got to get Nate. Nate on Silver. The, Nate Silver. What are you doing, man? By the way, Nate Silver and Shanky, president of Rotowire, Pete Shanky, friends. They worked together on baseball oh sites before. Again. We'll get I, Pete like, to I, send him a note. What the hell's going on with their Kawhi Leonard forecast? It's insane. Well, they clearly are not buying the Rotowire injury status feed, which they should. Nate, give us a call. <laughs> I handle our syndication sales, so I'd be happy to work with you. Um, oh, man. That's funny. Well, That's funny. Um, and disturbing. Maybe that's a good excuse for me to contact them for sales. Maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you know who would so, make that mistake? Probably the people who set odds over at WinBet. Yeah, they would never make this mistake. Um, because if there's one thing that we appreciate here at Rotowire, it is making good decisions. Like if you were to see the clip or the Lakers at 42 wins, you would take the over and even more so making the right decision. Uh, Listen up, folks. I have an incredible offer for you with Rotowire's newest partner, WinBet, the premier digital casino and sportsbook app. WinBet is now the exclusive sponsor for Rotowire's fantasy podcast. WinBet brings you all the latest action with a user-friendly interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over-unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on roulette, double down in blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at Baccarat. WinBet is currently available in six states, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, while rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. WinBet is currently offering all RotoWire listeners a risk-free bet up to $500 on your first wager. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. WinBet, the exclusive partner for Rotowire's fantasy podcast. I think listeners might think win, W-I-N, but no, think of the win, the fabulous casino out in Las Vegas and other locations, uh, W-Y-N-N, right? Yes, beautiful casino. Yeah. Been there many times on our Rotowire Vegas extravaganza. <laughs> I saw Franco Harris at the Las Vegas win bet. Too afraid to say anything, but happy to see him. <laughs> All right, time for our fan feedback section. Today's question comes from superfan Alexander Vu, who asked, what do you project to be Vucevic's average this season? Averages per game, I assume. As long as he's able to grab 10-ish boards, 0.8 blocks a game, some threes, I'll be happy. Now, we had Vooch. As you recall, uh, Alex, on our overrated um, video, mostly because we're worried about their new lineup, I will say that uh, Alexander's stats seem to be spot on. And maybe he's a, he clearly is a Rotowire subscriber. We've got uh, for Vooch on Rotowire uh, 20 points, 11 boards, 3.4 assists, 0.9 steals, 0.8 blocks, and 2.3 threes. Vooch did hit 2.33s a game over his prior 26 games with Chicago. So we expect this to continue. Now that said, Alex, I personally am expecting more boards and fewer points than what we project. So I see more like 18 points a game, but 12 boards uh, with that new Bulls lineup. But we'll see. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on Nikola Vucevic? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you on that. His preseason stats... 
you know, per 36 have been pretty consistent with where they've been the last few years. So I guess that could give you some hope that Dougie has just a good season as last year. I think the main thing, I think there'll just be fewer big games from him. Um, and I think that's well drag his averages down. Maybe he's more steady, but um, I just don't see, they don't need to feed him in the post for right. so many touches. You don't bring game. in DeMar DeRozan just to insert the ball to Vucevic in the post. No, no. So I think, I think there's just fewer big games coming. So um, expect less 35 and 15 with five assists, just less of that. Um, but he's still a good player. I just want to draft him. I mean, he's being drafted in some places like top 19. Um, I couldn't do that. I'd be yeah. looking at more like 25 to 30 just because he's also Rosen someone that's and hacking. Ball are going to get their touches. Well, and Vucevic isn't, he's, I think he's 30, 31. And he, he doesn't have like a clean injury uh, sheet. Like he's, he's been injured a decent amount in his career before. So I just, he's just not someone I would draft uh, before. Like I think anything before pick 25 is probably aggressive. All right. Well, thank you, Alexander fans. Please go to our Rotowire YouTube page, like one of the basketball videos. And on the most recent video, which would be uh, from today's pod, uh, leave a question for us and we'll address it next week. Uh, all right. With that, I think we're getting to our main topic. Late round targets. Um, yeah. Some guys who uh, we think their ADPs are too low. So for my ADPs, I will be using Yahoo's Ooh. ADPs. Uh, I used average. Also... I used average from Yahoo, ESPN, and CBS. That's all right. And on the RotoWire website, we do have an ADP tab where you can check the ADPs from, I think, ESPN, Yahoo, CBS, yeah. Underdog, DraftKings. Those might be the only ones. But really good landscape. Uh, or really good look at the fantasy landscape. If you do that, my first late round target is Kelly Olenek, who has an ADP on Yahoo of 99. Who you're cheating uh, a little. It's supposed to be 100 plus. I cheat a little. <laughs> yeah, you know. For the uh, clinic, I'll allow it. Yeah, I figured I figured this was a pro Kelly podcast. I'd yeah. get away with it. Uh, he ranked 64th in 28.5 minutes per game last season. He ranked 95th in 23.4 minutes per game in 2017-18. I think Dwayne Casey will very soon realize that Kelly Olenek is one of the few competent players on this team. Someone <laughs> with a high floor as a player who just doesn't make mistakes, who will you know knock down shots when he's got open looks, who will pass to his teammates. And I think Olenek will end up playing close to 30 minutes a game at both power forward and center because they don't really have a backup center. They have Trey yeah. Lyles. And you know what Trey I Lyles? Just, I was in? just going to say, Trey Lyles, if there's one thing that screams Kelly Olenek's going to get a lot of minutes, it's two words, Trey Lyles. <laughs> Trey Lyles like, couldn't find minutes on the Spurs at the end of last season, and yeah. he's just been bouncing around. So, And I, yeah. I don't know how much Luka Garza is going to play. Anyway, I, I think Olenek, decent Luka chance. Luka Garza just be happy you have an NBA job. I know. I think there's a decent <laughs> chance. Olenek finishes in the 60s again. Um, and if you get that guy a pick 100, do it. All right. Um, you're not saying Olenek finishes ahead of Beef Stew, are you? Sounds like you might. No, I wouldn't go that far. But it'll be, I think he does I hit think threes. Olenek hits it'll, threes. I think he'll actually be really close because Olenek hits threes and he passes. Yeah. Um, Where Stew's going to get you blocks and boards. They're wildly different players, frankly. Well, that's more what's steals. Good. You could play together. 
I think they'll play yeah. together a lot. And Jeremy Grant, I think, is more of a three anyway. Um, so, yeah, yeah I'm in yeah. it. I'm all in it. Well, we'll see how Sadiq Bay does. Yeah, they could play Grant a lot of minutes at three. We'll see. But uh, definitely some options there. All right, Kelly the Clinical, Linux. Alex, that's your first late-round target. I'm going to go uh, to Memphis, Dylan Brooks. You know, Alex, shooters shoot. And Brooks feels no guilt jacking up jumpers from anywhere on the floor. Rotowire agrees with me. They've got him ranked 78th for eight category leagues, and he's going at 119. Some of that might be because he's got a little bit of a hand injury, but he's coming back at the end of October. Uh, anyone who saw Dylan Brooks play knows he is not gun shy. I think Valanchunas being replaced by Steven Adams opens up a few more shots for guys like Dylan Brooks. And uh, he's going to get a ton of threes. Anyway, I have been targeting Dylan Brooks a lot late in drafts. He's a perfect perfect example of someone who uh, plays really hard defense just so the coach lets him shoot as much as he wants. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Brooks this year. I think, you know, I think most of us, or at least me and Ken and I think James, were healthy skeptics of Brooks in general uh, heading into last season. But his play in the play-in, or like kind of towards the end of the Grizzly season, the play-in early in the playoffs was so good. I mean, he was like, he was scoring 25 a game. He was defending the the team's best wing slash guard player. I'm I'm wrong. now... I'm I'm not well all in on Dylan Brooks. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people are like, well, good defense doesn't help in rotisserie. Good defense keeps you on the floor. And that's why Brooks is going to be a starter for this grit and grind Grizzly team. Uh he's not Tony Allen, but he's close. And he certainly has the Tony Allen attitude. Yep. Without uh, defrauding healthcare systems. <laughs> I was just <laughs> I didn't want to say it because I wasn't 100% sure it was Tony Allen, but it was Tony I'm Allen. 99% sure he was on that list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my second late-round target, Jonathan Isaac. Ooh. ADP of 115. Okay, he didn't play at all last year. That's obviously a concern. But two seasons ago, before he got hurt, uh, he played in 34 games, and he ranked 34th in per-game production. So this is someone who has clearly this isn't that small of a sample this is 34 games this is someone who's clearly has third round upside and is going 115th now i know he doesn't have a firm timetable for a return uh from his knee injury who cares you're getting him at pick 115 who else are oh, you yeah. taking you can't complain about any pick at 115 even if his vaccination stand costs him a dozen games at pick 115 who cares i, I think also the broader topic here alex is there's a lot of fantasy gold in, in Orlando. You got Fultz now out till December 1st. So suddenly Cole Anthony looks a lot more interesting. Chumo Kiki uh, at power forward. Very well in spot starts last year. If Especially if Isaac is not healthy. You finally can get both those guys in the 100s and see who becomes your their main power forward. Uh, Terrence Ross is going to get about a million shots. And as you said, Jalen Suggs preseason a little concerning maybe it just takes him a little longer as a rookie to turn it on but uh, a lot of a lot of late round gold here in orlando i just find myself gravitating towards like spurs and magic guys like, I, I don't know why they play on opening night or they play on the 20th Ooh, and i i did gonna be through the roof for that one <laughs> and, well i said i initially said i you know i wrote a uh like handicap in the nba article about like my picks for the first uh days of the season 
this was a while ago. I said, I just rather watch like a competitive cornhole game. Like I just don't, <laughs> not interested, but the magic are kind of entertaining. I, I have yeah. to say that I've been watching yeah. them. Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. Playing together, which I love RJ Hampton. Insane athlete has been dunking everything. Um, so I, I, I like those guys in the magic. All right. Very good. I'm going to move on to my second, uh, Late round target, and frankly, a rotowire favorite. I do balance this out with someone rotowire hates at the end, so I'm not all corporate way here. But <laughs> Daniel Gafford at an ADP of 127, your starting center for the Washington Wizards. I always believe center scarcity is for real, especially in two center leagues. Remember, Thomas Bryant is out; he's aiming for a December return, but that's no sure thing. Also, Bryant's a free agent this summer while Gafford's under team control for two more seasons. So uh, they'd certainly love it if Gafford outright won this job. Here's Gafford's stats. Last 19 games, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, the last 19 games of last season, 9.7 points, 5.7 boards, 1.8 blocks, and 66 field goal percentage over, uh, I forgot to put the minutes down, I think I want to say 23, 24. Uh, So he's going to get some insane block numbers. Uh, if he as he gets major minutes, I'm not really worried about Montrezl Harrell. He's a better reserve. He's frankly a power forward. No, it doesn't offer much rim protection. So uh, I like Gafford. He's also had an excellent preseason. Uh, so yeah, I like Gafford especially at an ADP of 127. Yeah, you mentioned his preseason 22 minutes, which I think will go up. I think he's trending closer to 24 to 28, but he's averaging 10 points, eight rebounds, two blocks. Love it. Um, we have him projected to go in the 80s or to be worth an eighth round pick, basically. Um, I, I upped his projections the other day. You know, the concern, obviously, when when Brian comes back is that the minutes get confusing there. But Montrezl Harrell might be the odd man out there eventually. Yeah. So I, I would just if you can get Gafford. Yeah. In the in the hundreds, just take him and take the production for the time being. Like, don't worry about what's happening later. Also, couldn't you see the Wizards dealing Harrell at the trade deadline, um, kind of a big, you know, while he still has value, he might be at this stage of his career, a bigger name than he is productive. Uh, let your young bigs get more valuable playing time and kind of build for the future more. Yeah. I mean, if there's a team that's, you know, really competitive or more competitive than, than the wizards and they maybe lose a backup center. Yeah. They might need Harrell, uh, take him for a second round pick or something. Yeah. I right, give us your last surprise. No one's going to believe this late round target. <laughs> well, he was mentioned earlier, and it was DeAndre Hunter, someone I've been on for, I think, basically since he got hurt last season. I was like, you have to draft this guy high next year. Um, yeah, he like I mentioned before, he ranked 50th um, last season before getting hurt. He was in the midst of a breakout. He was averaging... Uh, I mean, he, uh, he, if you look at his season stats, you're going to see him be like, well, he, he only averaged, you know, 15 points a game, but he came back at points of the year. He was playing like 15 minutes, just was not shooting well. Before he got hurt, was averaging 17.9 points on 52% shooting from the field, 38% from three. Was getting to the free throw line four times a game, which is great. Like for a yeah. wing player that was previously just a spot up guy is amazing improvement. Uh, Those good late rebounds. Season stats. Those late season stats, throw those out the window. That was a Hawks team, playoff push. He wanted to get back uh, as early as he could. 
but he clearly wasn't 100%. Frankly, uh, kudos to him for being a gamer. But yeah, it's that first half of the season where he really shined pre-injury that I'm kind of obsessed with for this season. Yeah, so he's ADP of 124. He was 50 at some point. I say you can more or less split the difference. Grab him at 80 or 90 before someone else does. Amen. Amen. Okay, this is the go-against-corporate your corporate overlords, late round target. Somewhere, Rotowire NBA editor Nick Whalen is grinding his teeth, loathing this suggestion. So I will uh, caveat that no one agrees with me at Rotowire on this, but I'm going to say it anyway, damn it. Steven Adams. Yes, I'm going back to Memphis. I know he was terrible last year with the Pelicans, but that's because he was playing next to a physical freak in Zion Williamson. He's not going to Memphis where JJJ, Jaron Jackson Jr., is a soft perimeter power forward. The key is all Adams. He had two double-doubles this preseason. I think Adams is going to be an 11-point, 10-rebound, 1.1-block machine. People are giving up on Adams. He's only 28 years old. I know the beard-hair look uh, makes the New Zealander like look like he's from one of those Hobbit movies at age 98. He's only 28. Uh, but I do have to say again, Rotowire does not agree with this pick. Rotowire has him at 125 in eight category leagues. He does have a terrible free throw percentage, but frankly, he doesn't go to the line enough to make that matter. Alex, how much do you disagree with this suggestion? I think uh, I don't. I don't like really disagree that much. There's definitely room for him. I mean, if you're the Grizzlies, you want him out there because I think he's going to set some monster screens for John Morant. Yeah. And Morant's and so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Morant's so quick. Like, that's the kind of guy you want second screen. So, yeah. And I think if, especially if you're a head to head league and you're punting free throw percentage, like, yeah, definitely like draft Steven Adams, one of points like, league. The upside's yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I think he had to eat a lot of humble pie with that terrible season in New Orleans. I think he's motivated, oh, yeah. which in the association goes a long way. But we'll see. We'll see. I probably should play some sort of board bet with uh, Nick Whalen on this, uh, but uh, we'll see if he... This is, this is interesting. This will be a good test to see if he actually watches the videos. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think we both know who uh, how, how he's getting great on that test. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have any other late-round targets you want to throw out there? Uh, I don't, He's not on my list, but Mo Bamba... Yeah, I, I, I gonna... just been impressed. I just been impressed with what I've seen. He's he's huge now. Like I think he spent all that time he wasn't playing in the gym. Like and yeah. a lot of guys don't do that. And he's averaging like three blocks a game in the preseason. The him at Wendell Carter Jr. thing is working. They have great chemistry on the court. So okay. I Mo Bamba. Get Bamba. I, I'm gonna stay with Orlando. I'm gonna say Cole Anthony because of the Fultz sure. injury. Uh and then I'm also gonna throw one other name, Brett Brown. Again, because Kyrie being out, I think it's gonna open a First lot of floor round. time. He's like the super free garbage points king for the Nets, and you can get him. I got a, what's his ADP at like one fifty or something. It's probably it's not be. even not even charted. <laughs> off the charts, he's got it off the charts. Off ADP. The charts. <laughs> that makes it sound good. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> Ken, you have uh, you have some things to say from our great friends at Yahoo. Yes, I do have some things to say, and I'm scrolling to find those good things <laughs> from our friends at Yahoo. Uh, if there's one, wait, no, that's WinBet. No. Hello, 
Oh boy. I'm sure okay, Winnebago would appreciate a double read. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to edit here. <laughs> One, two, three. The new NFL season is underway, and Yahoo is excited to kick off daily fantasy football. There'll be a ton of big prize contests throughout the season on Yahoo, including their multiple entry contests now being shark free. To celebrate the beginning of football season and Yahoo Daily Fantasy becoming shark free, Yahoo is giving all users the opportunity to claim free $10 contest entry credits. User can take advantage of this free $10 contest entry credit offer to join one of Yahoo's biggest contests. In addition to the free credit, Yahoo has a $1 million DFS football contest live. The $1 million contest features $1 million in dollars in total prizes, including first place receiving $100,000 and an entry to the first ever Yahoo Fantasy Football Championship Live Finals event, which will occur at MGM National Harbor in Maryland this December. Play daily fantasy football on Yahoo this season. Visit sports.yahoo.com slash daily fantasy slash welcome to claim the free $10 offer to get started. That's sports.com. Sorry, sports.yahoo.com slash daily fantasy slash welcome. That's a Yahoo is really, they've challenged us with this one. I, we love Yahoo. I love Yahoo. Great, great business partner of RotoWire. Yahoo. Yeah. You, you got through that, I think, actually better than I did, uh, even, <laughs> even at the end. Um, <laughs> so, Ken, uh, the, the listeners, they just heard you ramble on. But the Ken fans will be delighted to hear that we have more because you have an old man rant. Back in the Washington Bullets' late 1970s heyday, Coach Dick Mata was revered for his famous saying, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. It was an opera reference. Was it PC? No, not really, but we loved it. Yet no one, as far as I can tell, sings in NBA arenas. No team in the NBA has a fight song. This sucks. In the Australian Rules Football League, every team has a fight song, including my favorite team, Collingwood, and all the merch they sell has the fight song on it. Imagine my son. Oh, and another great AFL rule is whoever wins the match, whether it's the home or road team, the winner's fight song is played live in the stadium. It's fantastic. Imagine my Celtics getting a win in New York and all those annoying Nick fans being forced to listen to a cool Boston Celtic fight song, which, you know, would probably be performed by like House of Pain or the Dropkick Murphys. I want NBA fight songs, and I want them now. Ah! To get the Celtics have like some, uh, maybe it's the Bucks. I don't know. I feel like there was an old commercial or old uh, vinyl. The old bullets. The, the Chris Webber, Juwan Howard, Scott Brooks as a player, Washington Bullets, had Utah Man in the 94-95 season. Uh, and they made a terrible video for it. I'll, I'll put it in the article, the pod article on Orlando. It was like, you the man. Like, Scotty Brooks is in the scene on the house. You the man. It was terrible. But They're just doing like a run DMC parody. They made the team. In, they like 
in their uniforms, it was a cold day, so they're wearing jackets, and they gave them a bunch of, of bullets, hats. They're, like, out in a park behind the office building, and they're all like, you the man, <laughs> just jumping around with, like, a forest behind them. I don't know. Oh, it's man. Weird. It was the days before YouTube, and people, yeah. you know, thought no one would ever see this. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, were they wrong. Boy, were they wrong. Uh, all right, I got to preempt the – now it's time for mispronounced names. And I screwed up. I think I said Brett Brown when I meant to say Bruce Brown. You did. Yeah. Uh, inexcusable. You also My said Montrezl. Brown family. A lot of Browns. Montrezl Harrell. It's just Montrez. The L is silent. The L is silent. You know, I get that Damn. wrong. Mm. I, I understand. Get that wrong not, half the not time. Too, He's been in the NBA like eight years. I still say Montrezl. Yeah. Sorry. Not too many silent L's uh, in names. So understandable. I think that. Is that French? That. Montrez, the silent L? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not that cultured. <laughs> but I, you didn't butcher anything. I think you were clean. I don't think so. Um, oh. Yeah. What'd you get wrong? Now the, it, uh, I screwed up the intro at some point. Oh, I said I, I called uh, Shannon Ken at, during the intro when I said he was gone. We're not NBA players, so it's not as bad. But yes, my name is Ken. It doesn't say mispr- it doesn't say mispronounced NBA names on this document. Just Good point. That's fair. Well, you brought it up. You brought it up. Uh, that will do it for us, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is presented by WinBet. Ken, take us out of here. Let's go to New York and former Knicks coach David Fisdale, who, when asked whether Enos Cantor would be a distraction, said, "What are we going to do? Lose more games? <laughs> Attention, passengers! This." Three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line.